0: night. Welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me. Together we explore the experiences of everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that woman you saw. You know the one. She just was at a swingers party and had a marvelous time in that one room. I could be reading from the gentleman next door. You know the one. He secretly wishes your wife would keep flashing him. Maybe even masturbate so he could watch through the window. I could be reading from that woman on the treadmill at the gym you know the one, she secretly gets off on having that butt plug inside her while she runs on the treadmill. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at com, or anonymously through the website at dearniki.com under the confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a confession or question either you certify the following are true you are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape, sex, rape fantasies, or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the rights to change names and other identifiable information. And you're releasing all rights to your creation. So I was having this conversation with a person, (laughs) a person, (laughs) we'll leave it at that. And we were talking about Viagra and how, you know, you can buy Viagra without a prescription and so forth and so on. And we were talking about the Viagra that can, um, see, I'm blushing. I don't know why. Give you a hard on for 30 hours. Would you want your partner To have a heart on for 30 hours. I even, you know, I I think I would tap out after a few, just saying. And I guess we would need that whole, you know, 50-gallon drum of some said lubricant company. And he would spend the next 20 or so, you know, 25 or so. That would have to be frustrating. That would have to be the most frustrating, hard-on horniness that a person could have. I cannot, and and, and like he pointed out, I mean, eventually you'd be going, puffs of smoke to come, you know, and I I can't imagine a dry orgasm's uh, comfortable. It just sounds painful, but I could be completely wrong here what are you guys thinking? Would you? I mean, I guess, I mean, even if you went to a gangbang, you know, or a house party, I don't think you need a 30 hour erection, but I could be completely wrong. What would you do? And would you take it? If you had to go to a party, a big, huge sex party? If you had nothing or the 30 hour erection, what would you do? Kind of curious over here. You know what time it is? It's time to sit back, relax, let's have a whiskey, with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore ironic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, it's Mav. Still really enjoy listening to your show. This experience, another first for me, it opened my eyes to the world of kink. This experience was with the same partner as the theater one. We'll call her Joy. She and I have been dating about fourish years at this point, and we had been starting to experiment with things, toys, and positions, stuff like that. We'd only talked about inviting another male or female a few times, kind of jokingly though. However, this one night turned from joking to serious. Joy and I had been invited to a house party with a bunch of our friends. We had no intentions of any kind of sexual activity that night, so we didn't get all dressed to impressed we just dressed for comfort. Anyway, we showed up to the party and there were a lot of people there in a three bedroom apartment. One thing that we both knew was the ladies at the party were all pretty known for their inhibitions being a bit loose once the strength started flowing. But all the guys there were good friends. So the ladies were pretty much safe. There were a few guys there that didn't have girlfriends. So they just kind of were there for extra set of eyes. So, Joy and I were there for a few hours, and she was getting pretty frisky. She had a tendency to get super horny when she was drinking, and was more open to try new things now. Anyway, the party goes until about 2 a.m., and the remaining people there were Joy, myself, our friends that owned the apartment, and a couple of our single guy friends. We were all pretty tipsy, and myself, one of the single guy friends, weren't willing to drive home so our buddies that owned the apartment said we could crash on the couch. Joy and I would stay on the big couch, and our single guy friend, who we'll call Will, would sleep on the love seat. We all say goodnight and head to our respective sleeping areas. Joy and I are laying on the couch, spooning as she starts to grind her hips on mine. So I reached under her shirt and started to squeeze her supple, perky, C-cut breast. While doing that, she was starting to pant and moan a little bit. So I then slide my head down her now soft, wet pussy and she begins to moan and pant a little harder now. I'm doing all this and watching to see and make sure people weren't waking up, mainly because Will is sleeping not far from us. At some point, Joy has gotten completely naked and we're getting really hot and heavy. I had stopped watching to see if Will had woken up because he had rolled away and I could see him anymore. Joy had looked up and see that he had his back was to us, but noticed there was movement like he was stroking himself listening to us. I quietly asked Will if he was awake and the movement stopped. So it was then we knew he was listening to us having sex. I knew Joy was a bombshell and at the time knew a few people wanted to fuck her brains out. Will wasn't one of them, but now we knew he had horned up. Joy and I whispered talk for a little bit and I told her to go over there and see how turned on he really was. So we went over there and started whispering something in his ear and she, mind you, still completely naked, now has him sitting up on the couch and she's sitting next to him, stroking his cock while he is rubbing her tight pussy. She gets him just to the edge and he's ready to explode. Then she stops, comes back over to me, doing the same. I then invite Will to come over and sit next to me, and Joy will be in the middle. Will obliges and moves over to our couch. Joy's getting super excited now. I tell her to suck Will's now hard hard cock, and she does while stroking my cock. At some point, she has stopped stroking my cock and was kneeling in front of Will. Will had started to fuck her face when he pulled away and told her to go back and suck my cock. Again, she obliges and comes back to me, gets between my legs and starts sucking. After a few minutes, she was standing while sucking my cock because her knees were starting to hurt. I was totally fine with that because then I could see her amazing tits dangle while her head was bobbing. After a little bit, she said she has to have a cock in her dripping wet pussy. So she asked if she could suck Will's cock while I slide my cock deep inside of her. I said absolutely. So we do that for a little while, switching back and forth for a little bit before eventually she's riding well and I'm behind her stroking and I get a bright idea. I lean in and tell her that I want to DVP her. She's the kind of hesitant at first, but she was super horny and wet and that she said she would try. She leaned forward and stopped bouncing so I could slide my cock in. It was slightly difficult at first, but then once I was in, the feeling was like nothing else. She immediately let out an oh fuck. I slowly started sliding in and out in an opposite rhythm of Will. We were both well endowed enough that we didn't have to worry about sliding out. Joy starts to moan and shake. Next thing I know, I hear her begin to orgasm. She has her orgasm and tells both Will and myself not to stop fucking her. So Will and myself pick up the pace and keep going and going. A few minutes later, I hear Joy say, Oh my God, yes, yes, as she comes again. Then I feel Will's cock twitch, and he says he's about to come, and Joy tells him to come in her and not pull out until I finish. It didn't take too long after that for me to blow my load deep inside of her. As she slowly climbed off Will and rolled over to me, she kissed me on the cheek and said thank you. Will and I just looked at each other and smiled and nodded. After this, we were all exhausted, so we went back to our respective spaces and fell asleep. When we woke up, Joy and I went back to our place. We showered together, fucked again, and she said our next threesome would be with her first for both of us, and it would be with another lady. It was because of that night that I realized I really enjoy sharing my partner, and now it's something that is continually on my mind. Mav. Hello, Mav. <laughs> you know, this line stuck with me. And it's something that I hear so, so much that and it, it always, it kind of points me back to uh, the saying that it's, in, in, in every lie, there's a truth, some truth. And just like within every joke, there's some truth. So it's interesting that when people start talking about sex positions, partners, players, anything that leads to sex as a joke, you know, so it's a defense mechanism. We go, Oh, ha ha ha. I was kidding. So that's why when, before you say it as a joke, remember that 99% of us really do realize that there's some curiosity, at least to it, I would say. So when, it is a good way to break into it. But at some point, I do believe a serious conversation happens. And I I think that's a natural progression. You're like, you know, last night when I was masturbating, I thought of you and insert person or, you know, whatever here. And, you know, it was kind of, you know, I woke up and just kind of chuckled. Or, you know, it'd be really hot. You know, what do you think? And, And just go from there. And then it does allow your partner to process. And, and Mav, this was a really great way to, you know, kind of for it to naturally happen. I mean, the situation was perfect and, and you took advantage of it. I, I, me, it would probably hit me five days later that I didn't take advantage of it and go, you know, that really was an opportunity to see where it went, to see what happened, to see what, what flowed, what didn't flow. And if he was interested, obviously he was. So ladies and gentlemen, when those of you that have broke the mold and stepped across that line and come to the dark side, we have cookies. How did you do it? Did you do it jokingly and it started as a conversation? Or did you just rip off the band-aid and just say it? Or is it somewhere in between? We communicate in different ways. We, I think, kind of like if you think when a person Wants to get caught, they get sloppy, right? And maybe on some level, this was easier than actually talking about it. So I encourage you to talk about it, not in a joking way, and maybe that's a way, good way to break the ice. But find a way to express to your partner, lover, or whatever dynamic you're in, even if you're single, to embrace what you desire, embrace what you want to try, and if you're single going out of the way and finding somewhere safe to explore that and you can leave it there if it's not for your cup of tea. There's nothing wrong with trying something as long as it's everybody's safe, you know, yada, yada, the things that we honestly common sense know. But what makes you want to take that chance? That's what I always ask and and eventually you'll get there. And even small steps are progression. And that's what we always have to remember. Just because my progression is faster or slower than yours, does not make yours better or worse than mine? And always remember that. So I challenge you this year, if you haven't, discover something new with your dynamic, discover something new with yourself, and reach out and explore it with your partner. And I'm not just talking about sex here. Dear Nikki, I've been listening to your podcast for years. I love to listen to your uber sexy voice. Your voice is so, so sexy. I can understand why doing a podcast was a natural choice for you. Also, if I had ever called you when you were working the lines, whatever the cost was, would have been more than worth it. I would have needed to keep an extra towel or two handy as well. Did I say I love your voice? My story is about a friends with benefits situation from a while ago. She and I got along great and had an awesome chemistry and mind-blowing sex, but we were a long distance, so it was limited to our opportunities. We made the best of things and had some marathon fuck fest when the stars aligned for us to get together. She is a creative, open-minded, and always open to fun and possibilities, taking some chances. One of my favorite memories is how we spent a totally naked weekend together, just the two of us, when a mutual friend let us have her lake house for the weekend. My balls start to ache just thinking about it. This story is not about that time. When this particular incident took place, we were in our early 30s, and we usually got together every two months or so. We always had a great relationship, and sex is just one aspect of the relationship. We had made a bet about a football game and she had won the bet. The loser had to be the winner's completely obedient servant for 24 hours. We had a long holiday weekend approaching, and we had agreed to spend it together. When she won the bet, we discussed the terms. My 24-hour stint as her servant would start one hour after arrived after her place for the extended weekend together. She added one extra request demand. I had to abstain from ejaculation for a full 72 hours prior to me getting to her place. I agreed, as I knew she'd make it worth my while. I arrived at her place around 7 p.m. on a Friday night, after a three-hour drive to her place. This allowed me to unpack, grab a quick shower, and have a few preliminary hugs and kisses. We have a genuine affection for each other, and while the benefits are outstanding, we are certainly friends too. While I was in the shower, she came into the bathroom. She called me into the, don't bother getting dress, you won't need anything on. Just meet me in the kitchen. I sighed and told her okay, and wondered what she had in store for me. When I went into the kitchen, she was waiting for me in a very sexy robe, with some wonderful and sexy lingerie beneath it. Hi there, I said. Don't be all cute and gentlemanly here, she stated. You lost fair and square and I'm going to make you obey. I nodded and waited for instructions with my cock hat half-mast, reflecting to the world and Aaron that I was ready for service. Over the next several hours, I got the full treatment. I had to clean her house, including scrubbing her kitchen floor, clean the bathrooms and vacuum and dust the entire house. In between chores, she gave me her full body massage, make us drinks, and a huge bowl of popcorn it's a specialty of mine, and generally do whatever she wanted. Once in a while she would stroke me or suck me, so that I was in a continual state of arousal. She made sure I was edging and never let me close to coming. At one point, around midnight, she even had me go outside and wash her car. It was summer, so it was pleasant outside, and she didn't have any close neighbors so as no one was going to see me in all my naked glory. When I came in, she told me how horny she was and lay down on the living room floor, spread-eagled, so I could orally pleasure her. I did, for a long time. And she had three really strong orgasms. She thanked me with an excellent blowjob, but of course, stopped before I came. She had me make us a snack, And then she went and laid on the couch while I cleaned up the kitchen and the dishes. When I was done, I came into the living room and asked what was next. She took a deep breath and said, it's showtime. This was about 2 a.m. She got up, told me to move some furniture around. When that was done, she told me to pay attention because I would need to replicate what she was about to show me. She got on the floor near the wall and quickly did a handstand with her back to the wall. She was a gymnast in high school and college, so this was not an enormous feat for her. She grabbed a bunch of pillows and told me it was my turn. I looked at her, knowing the complaints were futile, and got busy trying to do what I was told. The pillows were helpful, but I didn't immediately recognize or appreciate their value. See? I was going to need them for an extended period of time, and therefore they would be very helpful. So it took a while to accomplish her goal, but when we got there, I had to take various attempts to get into position. While I was upside down, she was sucking and stroking me, telling me what a great servant I was, and how I was going to enjoy my reward. So after doing the handstand for a bit and enduring some excruciating, tantalizing teasing, She helped me lower my feet to the floor, with one foot on each side of my head. I'm in decent shape, and it's not that difficult as it sounds, but when I got in the position, it dawned on me what showtime meant. You see, I was now face to face with a throbbing cock of my own. Now I'm not a giant nor a porn star. My cock has served me well and earned me some compliments in my sexual career. But this, this was new territory. Do you see what I want you to do now, Edward? She was serious. And the use of my given name was another indication. Yep, I said, and continued to make contact with a one-eyed warrior. He must have become emotional himself. There were tears coming out of that one eye. She was stroking my ass and feeling my balls, and I knew what her next command was going to be. Suck it, she said. Give yourself, unreally. Nice blowjob. And I did. I could get about half of it in my mouth, and I have to say I'm a pretty good cocksucker. Having gotten blowjobs before, I know what I like. So the head got a lot of attention. I didn't have access a lot more than that, but I'd give myself a good sucking. Erin was stroking and licking my balls and asshole. She kept encouraging me, "Suck it, baby." Oh yes. Suck it so good, and things like that. I was getting close, and it felt so good. Plus, a bit odd, being both a giver and a receiver. My balls were on fire, and I knew the eruption was imminent. I couldn't hold back much longer. And she whispered, Come for me, baby. Let me see what kind of flood you've stored up. That was really hot of her to say that, but unnecessary. I felt the head throb and expand, and then what felt like a big marble passed through the shaft of my cock. Just then, I felt a gush of warm fluid hit my tongue, and I knew that I was coming. Soon another blast followed the first one, and I suddenly worried I was drowning. And I also realized that even though I knew that I was coming, it didn't yet feel like I was. A second layer, a feeling of an intense orgasm rocked me, it was like Aaron expected it, and she held me steady and just told me to enjoy it and ride it. I did. It was surreal and overpowering, and it felt so good. Of course, gravity was not my friend since I was upside down. Seaman was running everywhere, as I couldn't keep it in my mouth. Aaron was ecstatic. Oh, baby! Oh, baby, you did so good look at all that yummy cum. And I just kept sucking and licking and enjoying such an intense sensory overload. It was a great, great moment in our relationship. We still talk about it. I will never forget the great assist at giving myself an extraordinary blowjob. I hope you enjoyed my story, Nikki. I can't wait to hear your sexy voice reading it. Should I be that lucky? Take care. And have a great 2023. Edward. Well, hello, Edward. I have to say, uh, you definitely have given me some ideas, not the whole up, sound, down. Let's do the, that just sounded really Cirque du Soleil for me. (laughs) I don't know if I could get my partner convinced to even be Cirque du Soleil-ish. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) But I did not see that going anywhere. Though I would love, I don't know about anybody else, I really would love to know about the the naked weekend in a cabin because I've rented a cabin um, for this September. And no, I'm not telling you where. To get away, just three days to get away and do nothing. And yeah, I, I want, so it brought up that and some other things. And I would really love to hear that story, Edward, just saying. But on to this, you know, losing, I, I, You hear of bets and people payments and it's usually cross-dressing and other feudal things and stuff like that, but not a handstand and, you know, and cleaning. And and by the way, your friend, she did absolutely show, you know, the saying, and it's, you see the memes going around. I think that's how you say it of all women want is a, a man to clean a house and we will get super horny. That's what that was, ladies and gentlemen, right there. That's exactly as I was reading this and he was doing the chores and making them favorite snacks and popcorn and cleaning the floors and moving furniture. I was like, yeah, this is has that meme written all over it. Just to a T. Then we got to the handstand. And I thought, where's this going? I mean, this is crazy, right? Then you started sucking your own dick. And I thought, Ah, there goes the cliche of asking a Jude, if you could suck your dick, would you? You know, you know, and we always make fun of animals, how they can clean themselves, right? You know, male or female. And, and that got to me thinking that and I'm like, well, you're pretty damn good if you could. I mean, I could see that. But gentlemen, I'd like to hear from you where your thoughts were on this. And please don't break a neck doing any of this. I, I really don't want to see... While listening to Dear Nikki podcast, so-and-so was doing a handstand and tried to pleasure himself, and now he broke an arm. I would really hate to see that. Please don't. So (laughs) uh, should we put parental discretion as advised at the end of this story? Maybe so. But that's just, I never, she is very creative, because I never would have thought And I'm hoping, ladies, gentlemen, I'm not the only one here thinking I never would have thought about making him plus I'm not a gymnast, I was a swimmer. So that's probably another thing. And I'm going to have to start reading about sexual pleasure, you know, self pleasure, getting different ideas, because again, never would have thought of this. If your lover partner, so forth and so on, and you had to be 24 hours in their slave, suggested this gentleman. Where are we? Are we at a yes? Or are we at a no? And have you ever self-pleasured? I mean, it's totally impossible for a woman to lick her own pussy. That I know of. I mean, her tongue would have to be massively long and extremely flexible. Ladies, if you have, let me know. I, that's, I would like to know how that all worked out for you. Because, yeah, not happening here. Again, I'm not a gymnast. Didn't sign up for Cirque du Soleil. But gentlemen. Here's the question. We have proof, well, written proof. We'll take it that this happened. Could you, would you do it now knowing that you can and there's a way? And have you tried and how would it work out? Even if it's funny, I want to know. I really do. This would be a great adventure and what other people do to pleasure themselves, how people pleasure themselves or follow commands to pleasure themselves. I am so glad that your friend opened your eyes of giving you one of the best, most intense orgasms of your life. Sometimes, some people don't can't say that about their masturbation. They can't say, Oh, my God, I had one of the biggest orgasms of my own life, doing ABCD&E. And you should try it. I don't know if there's a forum or I mean, there. I know there's forums out there, but I don't know. But anybody I don't know. Would you talk to your best friend like that? I know I would. Only if, you know, I fell and, you know, and did something funny. I don't know. This is interesting. I'm going to have to tell her about your story and uh, see what she says. <laughs> I think she'll get a kick out of it. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget, well, especially if you went to Crazy Winter Nights, I would love to hear your stories. The after party at the goal room, the after when the lights went down and what you guys did. Don't forget, Crazy Summer Nights coming up in June and August. I um, My plans are still to be there, I promise. Um, I will let you know as things change if... Things aren't working out for my plans here, but uh, as of right now, yes, I'll be there. And in closing, hello, lover. I don't know about you, but I'm thinking about that cabin. Maybe we don't need to back any clothes. What do you think? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fucking fabulous weekend.